everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Davis, and I am going to be your host for the remainder of this episode. Today, we are going to be talking about, you guessed it, why 2020 was the best year of my life and how you can use that to make 2021 the best year of your life in case you didn't make 2020 the best year of your life because a lot of things happened. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, let's stop thinking about it and let's just dive right in. So I honestly can't lie to you at all. 2020 was the best year of my life, and I know that a lot of people disagree here, which is a good thing. This is absolutely a good thing, and it's a good thing we need to talk about. So 2020 was something that was crazy, absolutely. There, no doubt in my mind. There were so many things that went on, so many things that went wrong. Um, and yeah, I, I can say I was fortunate and I had a great opportunity and, um, it was actually something that I had looked forward to in my entire life. Not, not obviously like a, a deadly pandemic that like raged across the, the, the globe and killed a lot of people, but the opportunity to have a lot of time to myself. See, I was a person when I was younger growing up who would just spend all of their time doing homework and doing schoolwork and studying for tests because that's what I thought I needed to do to make sure I got good grades to get a good job obviously and, and you you get the picture but I never had time to do what I wanted to do I never had those non-negotiables where I got to sit down and just do whatever it was that I needed to do not necessarily like leisure time activities like playing video games or just eating a bunch of chips and watching movies but actual like productive things that like fit towards my passion and purpose in life and obviously, you know that this year was a good year for me because I'm sitting in this front of the microphone, sitting in front of this microphone, something that I hadn't done at the beginning of this year and something that I am doing currently right now. So let me break down what things I got out of this year, and then we can break down individually how I would manage to use the crappiest year for most people and turn it into the best year of my life. So I started off the year you know, every it was normal. And uh, it wasn't until March 14th when everything shut down in America around where I was, where school shut down, that I really like had the opportunity to really start doing things I wanted to do. I actually wrote my first short film script, the entire the entire script, which took several months. I sent it out to Las Vegas or L.A., Los Angeles to one of my friends who's actually a DP now um, to read it over and actually have a Zoom conference about it to, to revise and edit a few things. And then I sent it to another director who's also in Las Vegas right now. Los Angeles. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and then I also sent it to a few like uh, people that study English so that I could get their like actual grammatical um, like sense and to see what they had to say about it. And it was a really good experience. I wrote that with my um, my girlfriend at the time. And we, we, we spent a lot of time on that. Unfortunately, we didn't actually get to shoot that film, but I did shoot four other films during that time. I shot my first um like independent film by myself. It was like, I was the one that edited it. I was the one that acted in it. I was the one that shot it all by myself. Um, the film is on my YouTube channel. I, I can put it, uh, the link to it in the show notes. It's, it's called biking. Um, I actually started a series. Uh, it was called the Hitman. It was just this action series that me and my friend did, um, randomly. And it actually was a lot of fun. So I made a second one. Um, my girlfriend was actually in it and yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And that is also on my YouTube. Um, I also made a few videos, um, 
that like were the precursor to this like entire podcast where I just talked about a few self-help things that I knew at that time before I really dove into like the entire self-help world that like little like tidbits that I could give out to the world because I, I found some value in it. Um, I made some nice B-roll footage and I actually entered in like Hayden Peterson's and um, like the, the photographers in Australia, if any of you know who they are, I entered in their photo contest and it was like a video photo contest where I got to use a bunch of like B-roll transition shots and I worked a lot on that. Um, and that was a lot, a lot of fun. And so then after that, I started transitioning somehow seamlessly out of photography um, into film, into a huge like film like time. And then I actually transitioned back to photography and I spent a lot of time photographing models. I actually started this thing called the Porch Project where I photographed families during the pandemic and raised over a thousand dollars. And I after that, um, I kind of moved out of photography and got into modeling. I started modeling a bunch. Um, obviously I haven't gotten signed into an agency. I actually had, uh, Will Amita actually reach out to me. If any of you know what that agency is, you can look them up. They're a very elite modeling agency. Um, and that was a huge thing. Um, and then I actually started trying to get into acting because I really enjoy acting. So I took like a bunch of like classes online and I really started to like tear down the, the acting world. And I really started to wanting to get into acting, which is kind of the route that I'm choosing to go now. Um, and then obviously I got into this huge self-help spiral where I just like totally transformed my life in the matter of three months. And now I'm here, like the happiest I've ever been. I, I, oh my God, I can't even, that would take episodes and episodes and episodes to even go on that spiral. Um, but yeah. And then I started getting back into reading. I started actually reading classic literature, like English literature, like Ethan Frome and, um, the kite runner. I read those two books and I, I read a bunch for like this class that I was in in school and I started reading like actual like entrepreneurial self-help books and started to get this idea that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I got a bunch of businesses, uh, businesses that I wanted to be a part of. I started dabbling with the stock market. I'm, I'm currently reading The Intelligent Investor. For those of you that know that book, you obviously know that's a Bible of investing. And yeah, I started cranking out like the amount of biking that I did and the amount of running that I did. And I totally optimized my body physically. I removed all the unhealthy foods from my diet and re reformed and restructured the way that I actually ate food. I wrote, I started writing my own book. Like I'm actually on page 70 of writing my own book. Um, I'm starting to train for an Ironman. For those of you that know what an Ironman is, it is the most labor intensive, hard work, like, um, a physical sport that anyone can do a triathlon. Um, and I actually started swimming because I wasn't a strong swimmer. So I actually started training to become a swimmer. So I've been doing that nonstop and, um, yeah, yeah. And, and real quick, um, I don't know how many of you guys out there like are familiar with biking, but like, I want to just put this into perspective. I started biking two miles each day and then I got up to six miles each day. And then I got up to 15 miles in one month. And then I got up to 15 miles each week. Then I got up to 35 miles each week. Like, no, I, I'm not saying like 35 miles, like adding up. I meant like every single day I would be doing six miles, but on Friday would be the long bike ride and that would be 35 miles. Okay. Next year, I already have the date picked out the day that spring opens up and the, the weather starts changing. I am going to be biking a hundred miles in one day which is very, 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 very close to the actual 100 miles that are going to be biked for the um, the Ironman because you, you actually have to bike 112 miles. But anyway, guys, that was a tangent. 
those were kind of the credentials that I can give to you over this entire quarantine time. Um, a lot of things were done. A lot of things that I just told you weren't even broken down into more things I could be even t- talking to you even further. The idea is, however, that I saw an opportunity in my life that I knew I would never get another chance to have. All of my friends were complaining they couldn't see their friends. A lot of people were complaining for valid reasons because their families were sick or valid reasons because they couldn't get what they need or financially they couldn't meet their needs because they were now unemployed. I am so fortunate to be able to say that I didn't have any of those issues happening to me. But that is also another example of um, a podcast that I made back um last week, that was no excuses. You can't make any excuses for yourself. And especially in my situation where I had no excuses, there was no one sick. There was no one in danger. I wasn't going to obviously put myself or anybody else at risk. I was going to do what I could to keep myself optimized, keep myself busy. And I, I formatted a structure. I got a whole entire routine. There was not a single second of the day that I had like wasted at all. Never complained, never was complacent, constantly growing, constantly expanding my mind. And it was, it was an amazing time, and it's not stopping here, guys. I have lists and lists and lists of things that, is, that are going to happen in 2021. Obviously, I'm going to keep it narrowed down and precision-focused on the podcast, actually, and I'm going to try to grow that like rapidly over the next few months because I really, really enjoy talking to you guys all on a daily basis, weekly basis, however it may be for you. Um, and yeah. So now let me turn the tables and put it towards you. How was I able to do this and how are you able to do it next year? Well, obviously your circumstance does depend a little bit on your ability to do certain things. If you want to be able to, you know, move away and you have currently no financial income to support that move or something like that, you won't be able to take that venture right away. But that doesn't mean that that is an excuse for you never to take that, like, move, okay? You just need to know where you're at and what you can do with what you have. Obviously, I knew that I couldn't just get up and run the entire Ironman when I woke up. I would have to build up the stamina and I would have to build up the training over months and months and months and months and months to be able to even get on that starting line. So I started running. I mean, I started literally running at like point a quarter of a mile. And for those of you that use kilometers, which is probably the most of the world, um, I don't know how many kilometers that is, but um, I would eventually work my way up to a 5k, which is about um, 3.1 miles. And yeah, that took a long time. I mean, I, I planned out an entire route in my town and I would just over weeks and days, I would just keep running the route, keep running the route. And I would just see slowly on my Nike plus run club app, which I currently don't use anymore. You would see the little green lines and those green lines would slowly make their way around the track. And the green line represented the times that I was actually running. And at first there was a little bit of green and a lot of bit of red, which was a lot of bit of walking. And eventually I got the entire track down without stopping. I seriously did. I'm not even kidding. It was amazing. I was like, wow, I can do this. Unfortunately, I had an injury um, and now I have shin, like some shin splint issue. So running that much distance without hurting my shin is not easy, but hopefully in the next few months, I can uh, recover that so that I can get back on track with that. Um, And then the biking, the biking thing just exploded. And that was the great way to be like, uh, to get out of the house and just to be away from people and just to listen to my podcasts, not my podcast, but the podcast I listen to. And um, it was a time to just enjoy nature, to be present in life and not to have to have the stress of everything going on around me and, uh, you know, beating down on me 24-7. So it was a very it was a very good way for me to be therapeutic in my experience. And now, obviously, during this time, there was 
lot of time to spend with family. And um, I can't say that I actually spent a lot of time with my family, which is one thing that I do wish I did more. Um, I did have a lot of time with my family, but spending quality time with my family was not something that I necessarily did, which is like the, um, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Like you, you spend all this time working on yourself, optimizing yourself, but in the end you're losing something in return. So just keep that in mind. I, I am now trying to get back into spending more time with family. Um, obviously it's kind of hard because I've locked myself into this huge like spiral and like routine of me doing all these things for myself, which is kind of a selfish act. Um, but in the process, I'm trying to build up an empire. I'm trying to build up something tangible that I can live with and work with um, to give back. And obviously I know that if I just like have all this stuff that I'm pushing towards, um, and all these goals then I'm never going to have actually anything to talk about when I get there. So I'm trying to have a little balance there. Um, but again, this is, this is about you guys. So, it, um, just make sure that when you're, you're setting up this stuff, you're actually number one, making sure it's, you're able to be consistent with everything. And you have to know that you can't just get up and run the Ironman. And number two, you need to keep your life in balance. You need to keep everything in check. You can't just, you know, expect all these things, these glorious things to happen without losing something. You're sacrificing something in, in, in return because obviously the only thing that you can give to each and every second is the quality of your awareness, the quality of your time. And if you're doing things um, in some, some other area of your life, you're obviously sacrificing the time that you could be spending with your family or with your friends or something like that. It's just your personal preference. And I, I can't be here convincing you to do anything, but I'm just saying this is what worked for me over the, the last year. Um, and yeah, so during this time, like you, you have all of this time, and the thing is, is you know that you're never going to get this time back. But then I like even dove in like deeper. Like it wasn't the time that made me so happy. It was the ability to have the choice of doing what I wanted to do. And and that's the thing here, because when you have the choice and when you're adamant and passionate about what you're doing and what it is you're doing, you will you will literally take the, the boring time that you spend in front of the TV or behind your iPad or behind whatever device that's distracting you. You will completely cut that out with no excuses and you will go cold turkey and you'll just go ham with whatever you're doing. Now, obviously, this is very biased because this is what happened to me. I don't know how um, how you actually handle certain situations. So maybe that is not exactly the thing that you do. And that is okay. Um, obviously, we are all different people and that is okay. So, yeah. What would I what what would I suggest for you for 2021? I would I would suggest three things. Number one, consistency. Okay, and this should actually be a third one because we haven't even figured out what it is that we're doing. So number two, figure it out what we're doing. Okay, if you're unsatisfied with your life or unsatisfied with your current position in in your life, which is currently the reason you're here, right? You're listening to this podcast because you think that I can provide meaning, meaningful value to your life. And that, that is something that I try my best to do. And I apologize if I'm not able to accomplish that task, but I am only a human. Um, so I give what I can. And so, yeah, you're, you're here. So find what it is that is like lacking in your life. It is, if it's relationships, then really push for relationships in 2021. Be consistent with that. Make sure that you're spending maybe an hour a day just doing everything with relationships, relationships with friends, family, and yourself, especially because the best relationship and the strongest relationship and the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself because that relationship dictates all others. 
um, a little side tangent, if you don't have your relationship with yourself intact, then you're not going to be able to function or communicate with the people that you love the most because you're unsatisfied with the way that yourself is. You know, if you if you don't believe me, then sit around with yourself long enough and you'll figure it out and you won't even need me to tell you. So that would be the second thing. Figure it out what it is you need to be doing in 2021. Okay. And the third thing is, is be intentional. Okay. And I know that being intentional is kind of like, what? I don't understand. You're just being purposeful with whatever number two is. Like whatever you choose to do, just be intentional about it. Like have it have some purpose. Okay. You want relationships. Understand why it is that you want better relationships, what in your life is lacking because of the relationships and what is going to happen if you don't actually continue to make your relationships better. Okay. And when you answer those questions, then you can start being intentional and you can start actually setting out each and every day to be consistent and to actually do the thing you're setting out to do. Um, and, but, but make it, make it tangible make it like not something that is so difficult for you to even think about or comprehend that you're like, Oh, well, you know, I, I want to fly to the moon next year. Um, I can't do that. Oh, well, I guess I'm just going to do the same thing I've been doing my whole life. No, actually make it something that you can do. Like, make it doable. At, at the beginning of the quarantine, I did not say that I was going to be filming a blockbuster. I actually did say that I was going to win um, an Oscar for my film for uh, Best Cinematography. But, 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 um, you know... That was just my goal. So um, I did I did say that I was going to finish the short film script because short films, you know, those don't actually take that long. It took me maybe three months to write that thing. So um, and that was with lots of breaks, of course. I wasn't just grinding it out for three months and not getting anywhere. Um, so make every goal that you have or every ambition something that you can stay consistent with because obviously life is going to change. Obviously, I don't have this surplus of time forever. I knew that starting and like as soon as school kicked back in, all of my time that I was spending doing like my workouts was taken away from me. So I had to squeeze in time where I had my non-negotiable, where I still was working out. So that was when I woke up at five o'clock, started the 5 a.m. club, if you remember from a previous podcast, where I would just wake up at five o'clock for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour now, I would be working out and just consistently doing that every single day. And if I missed it in the morning after school, the first thing I would do before I got in the shower, before I ate my food, I would work out and it would just make me feel better because I knew that I did what I set out to do in that day. And I was intentional about it. I'm doing this for a very specific reason. Okay. I still want to be an actor. I still want to be a model. And I hope that the day that I meet the person or the, the, you know, the modeling scout, when they come and interview me or when I reach out and interview like with them, that I'm ready physically, like at any moment, um, the guy that reached out for me from Wilhelmina could be like, Oh, sorry, this got lost in my email. Um, I don't know. And you can shoot, shoot, like, um, send me more like information and all that stuff. And if I'm not ready physically, then it's going to, it's been like months. So I need to either, I need to obviously be improved. I need to impress him, um, in order for him to be like, yes, come to be like model for us, please. So, you know, being, being lucky is when your opportunity meets with preparation. Okay. Take that, um, into consideration as well. So, yeah, you know, 2021 is a year that we are very uncertain about, as is 2020. We all thought 2020 was going to be an amazing year, um, but, of course, we are always faced with uncertainty, always faced with something 
but just can like shake us up in no time at all. So <clears throat> understand this, like understand that the time that you have is not necessarily horrible compared to the time you have in your future. Like I know that a lot of us think that like next year is going to be the best year ever, or I can't wait till I get my job promotion or I can't wait till I get to college or I can't wait till I do this or I can't wait till I do that. I can't wait until it's like that phrase is just like, why would you want to can't wait until why can't you just experience what you have now? You see, we were in a pandemic. We still are currently in a pandemic. We were experiencing a lot of political turmoil in America and we, we were experiencing a lot of like um, reform like movements with Black Lives Matter and um, and all of that stuff. And obviously it's not a political podcast, so we're not getting into that. But I'm just saying I'm just stating the facts, the things that have gone on in this country. Um, and you, you can you can interpret it in two ways. You can say like the world is burning down and everything is falling apart, being an external locust person where you believe that everything that goes on around you is like affecting the way that you feel. It's affecting the way that your life is running. And if it has no direct impact on you, like, sure. Are you going to live in fear? Is that anxiety going to continue and keep you in the dark, keep you at home, preventing you from going anywhere, doing anything? Yes. Maybe it will because of the law. And maybe because we have like, you know, you know, we have to stay home and it would be quarantined during this time or whatever. Um, but obviously, there's there's another side of the spectrum. You can go inward and you can say, look, this is terrible, but what can I do to make this better? In any possible way, in any, any way that you can even make this better, like this is our time right now while we're sitting here on this earth. This is the only time that we have. It's the present moment. And it's something that we all like understand, but none of us actually really kind of accept it because it's like, well, yeah, we have all these thoughts floating around from the past and the future and we we have this fog over our face like I always talk about and we can never really accept the fact that we're sitting in this beautiful spot on the earth even if our situation is dismal and bad we can always do something no matter what no matter what it is you you and like even if you have nothing you, the most you know, the most creativity comes from having nothing. When you have so much stuff and so much surplus and so much like access of everything, it's actually so difficult to actually really do anything because you have to like, oh, choose. Yeah, yeah choose. It's so difficult to choose. Um, I know you guys are probably snickering at that, but I'm serious. Like I don't have a professional bike. Okay. My bike is my father's bike from college and I expect to what? bike to train for an Ironman with that bike. I don't have the funds to buy an amazing bike, $10,000 bike like I want, you know, carbon fiber frames, amazing tires, you know, amazing speed. The bike is slow. The bike is not a road bike. It's a hybrid bike. It's, it's for mountain biking and street biking, road biking. It doesn't go very fast. It's actually kind of big. It's kind of annoying. It hurts my back. I cannot complain and let that stop me though. You know, I'm not a good runner. I have shin splints, okay? I, I can't say that my shin splints are going to prevent me from running. I still have the ambition and the drive to do that. My situation sucks, yes. Obviously, when I run, I need to wear a mask. I can't really breathe. Okay, how do we work around that? I try to find spots where there are no people. If there are, if you live in a city where there's constantly people, then try. Like, try to run with wearing a mask if that's what you want to do. You know, I don't have the funds to be able to afford some nice food okay well neither do i i don't buy my own groceries and i and like it's not like i have like this amazing obsession with 
healthy food because healthy food is expensive. Um, but I do what I can. Um, I don't have every single healthy food that you can even imagine. I have, you know, uh, I don't know, like the caveman diet. I, I eat, I try to eat what I can. I try to eat the meats. I try to eat the veggies. Um, obviously you guys all have different preferences on food, so I can't really go into that, but it's like, we all are in these circumstances. We are all in these like situations. Nobody has it perfect. Nobody has it right. But when we make excuses by saying like the world outside of us is the reason for us not being able to get where we are and that someday in the future, five years, 10 years from now, it's just going to be some magical fairyland. It's not because when you get there, you're going to have different stresses. You're going to have different things that are going to be saying like, oh, this sucks. You never really thought about it like that. Oh, well, if I have all the money, I won't have to worry about it. Not exactly. Not exactly. And maybe you don't understand that now, but once you get there, you're going to realize, wow, like life is still hard. Life is still not something that's just easy. It's not just fun and like all social media and just wearing bathing suits all the time, swimming, traveling. No, this is actually work. There's actually a lot that goes into this. So take whatever situation you have in your life right now as something that is amazing because it is like if you're listening to this podcast, I have recorded this podcast days, weeks, months, years behind the time that you're listening to it. Currently, I am not sitting behind the microphone when you're listening to this. I can guarantee you that. I may be I may be recording the thousandth episode. I may be off doing something with my life that is not even related to the podcast. But I'm still grateful for this very moment. I'm not going to sit here and think, well, you know, the, the audio on this microphone sucks. Um, my, my studio is kind of chilly. It is very cold. I am very lonely. Nobody even listens to the show. Why should I even keep going? You know, no one's going to listen to this. No, I act behind the microphone. Like I have a million people that listen to the show every single day. Yeah. I mean, like I create that world in my head. Maybe it's a little sadistic and weird. Um, and I'm a kind of a creep because of it, but no, it's like, if I thought that only one person would be listening to this, I'd be like, hi, Caleb, how are you doing today? Today we are going to, and it would just be kind of weird. So I perform like I'm going to be performing for a million people. It doesn't even matter. The analytics mean nothing to me. So the lesson behind this is, is whenever you have a situation, whether it's uncertain, whether it's scary, whether it's weird, whether it's uncomfortable, whether you can't really feel like you have control over it and you want to do something about it. And it, and it does come from you. It starts from you. It, it starts from your belief in yourself that you want to make a change. Then do something. Whatever, whatever it is, the smallest things, 1% better each day. And you, I promise you, if you compound that every single day over an entire year, over an entire five years, 10 years, you're going to be light years ahead of every single person besides you. Because what are they doing? Well, you can answer that for yourself. Anyway, with that all said and done, I love you very much, and I hope that you had an amazing Christmas, because today is Christmas in 2020, um, and yeah, guys, I'll see you all in the next podcast. Thanks for potting. Ciao.